I'd like to welcome everyone to today's edition of the Software Spotlight. And today joining us from SmartSuite, I have Arvi Hersenberg, and he's actually the Partnership Director over at SmartSuite, which is based here in the U.S. out of Newport Beach, California. And welcome uh, welcome to the show, Avi. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and glad to introduce SmartSuite to your audience. Wonderful. Yeah, we have a lot of people that uh, quite honestly are familiar with the solution, have been following it and thinking about it, but uh, a lot have not taken the plunge and uh, checked it out. So I think this will be a great opportunity to uh, give uh, a good overview of the solution and uh, help people understand how how it fits into the uh, the market. So I was hoping maybe you could start out by giving us just a little bit of a background on SmartSuite and when the company was founded and what the vision of the uh, solution is. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, SmartSuite was started about five years ago. Um, crazy to say that, um, but a little less than five years ago. So um, John, Tara, and Peter um, all come from a- another company uh, called Archer Technologies. This was a GRC platform managed uh governance, risk, and compliance in large financial institutions, government uh, agencies, and so on. Um, John sold that. John was the founder of that company. Peter was VP of product. And so they they sold that company in about, they started the company about 2000. They sold the company about 2010 um, and kind of took a break for a while. John John and Tara retired. Um, And then, um, you know, at about 2019, um, John kind of saw the market shifting where it was possible to build these no-code platforms um, with advanced technology that wasn't yet available when he was building Archer. Um, sure. And uh, decided to go back into the market and and build out a new work management platform. And, and kind of what he was uh, noticing in the market at the time, and this is still true today, is that you have database-focused tools like Airtable. Um, that are great at what they do, um, but they might lack some of like the document capabilities or uh, project management capabilities. Uh, then you have tools like ClickUp or Monday.com. They're project and task management focused. But again, they might be lacking on the database aspect. Uh, then there are tools like Notion or Coda that are more document focused, um, but might be missing the database or project management side of things. So um, that, that was the goal, and that is the goal. Uh, and that's kind of what we built over here. At SmartSuite is um, first and foremost, it's a project and process management platform, um, and so it has that database component, it has a project management component, and it also has the document component. And we're continuing to advance uh, on all those components. We spent the first three years of the company building with about 100 engineers, over 16 million dollars, just building the platform without showing it or releasing it to a single customer because we wow, wanted that, to that's quite an investment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk it just about rolls it. right off the tongue, but that is quite, quite an investment. <laughs> yeah. It, definitely mind boggling. Um, talk about conviction, right? So um, sure. that is, so the goal was to bring a ready to ready for market platform. So not starting with the MVP approach where you're constantly having to catch up, but really spend a lot of time building out a good infrastructure and a good, a rich feature set um, on all three aspects that we just mentioned um, and being able to go to market with a platform that is ready to compete in, in 
um, that's what we've been doing the last two years. We kind of soft launched about two years ago, a little less than two years ago, and have been, you know, acquiring market share ever since. Um, and, and I think customers realize that and notice that. They notice that this is a platform that's fully baked. It's not an MVP. It's not a two-year-old company. It's actually a, a sure. well-established company. Just because We just didn't put our face out there until the last two years. But behind the scenes, we put a tremendous amount of effort into building out a robust platform. And and, and again, we, we kind of bridge those three core aspects of work management, documents, database, and project slash task management. Um, and so that's a, that's so a quick So really bringing together a... A full solution that hits all three components in one solution. And I think that's a trend that we're seeing in software in general is companies are really looking to streamline their tool sets to have a tool that provides a full solution. So I think it's not only uh, timely, but uh, obviously uh, very well done. Uh, looking at the interface, I know there's a lot in there, but it's it's very intuitive and very very streamlined. So I think yeah. uh, the team really did a great job on, on that end of it as well. Thank you. Yeah, we tried. John, our CEO, is actually very much product focused. And so he spends the majority of his day um, with the product teams and the design teams. Um, literally every detail uh, goes through him. And then you know, our CTO, Peter, used to be the VP of product at Archer together with John. So he's, you know, all things technical. Uh, and then we have a very robust team of developers and product folks and designers who are uh, working on the great product that you see. Neat. Well, um, we're we're happy you came out of retirement. I think uh, <laughs> retirement is uh, sometimes not all it's cracked up to be. And, you know, it's uh, great to wake up every day and have something exciting to, to be focused on. So that's neat. Um, so what I was hoping, uh, overall, I know a lot of, um, a lot of the technology is sometimes easier to see with a a visual. So I don't know if you might be able to share a screen and give our viewers and listeners just a good overview of the solution. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've definitely prepared for that a bit. Um, So I'll just share my screen real quick. So um, again, just to follow along that theme of of SmartSuite being a process management software and a work management platform, um, it's really, you know, customers use this to build any type of project or process that you can imagine within a company. So anything from product management, project management, HR processes, finance, uh, recruiting. I mean, we're seeing inventory. Um, we have customers in a very wide range of industries, IT, manufacturing, government, uh, you know, so very much a very wide range of things. And the idea is, is that it's very flexible and easy to get started with the platform. Uh, we have templates, uh, over 200 templates and about 25 core different processes that you can browse through and kind of see what the template has. So easy to get started uh, and then very easy to go ahead and customize things and, and kind of add what you want. At the core, uh, each one of these boxes that you kind of see here are solutions and companies might have many different solutions. A solution is used to manage a core process within the company. So HR, finance, project, you know, like customer projects, CRMs. Uh, Within each uh, solution, you'll find tables. And each one of these tables 
uh, represents a process within that core process. And this is where you store data and manage your workflows. Uh, each one of these tables can have their own custom fields, as you can tell. So you can come ahead and add any type of custom field. Uh, this is one of the key things in SmartSource. We have over 40 different custom field types, including SmartDoc as a field type. So this is like a, uh, a document, rich document capability. Think like Notion in the context of a record. Um, sure. And has like AI built into it as well. Uh, so we really, have- so a ton of different use cases. And so someone that, that may be thinking of, hey, I'm going to build, you know, my solution in some sort of a no-code or a low-code tool may come to SmartSuite and say, hey, I don't need this, that, and I don't need to pull my data from, from uh, you know, this area and my code from this area. I can do everything right here. Exactly. And that's the intention. And we that see a lot really of customers, neat. you know, customers come over and they say, hey, we're using ClickUp for project management. We're using Airtable for data management. And they're able to combine all that into SmartSuite. Or they're saying, wow. hey, we're using Airtable, but then we're also using Notion. And they're able to combine both those elements into SmartSuite. Wow, that's um, very powerful right there. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, custom. So as you can tell over here, like, for example, I have my my time tracking log, which is more of like a project management feature where I can have a timer running or track duration or range. Uh, we have sub items and checklists as a field type where you can track uh, action items within each record. Within each record. Um, and so really a ton of different things that you can do here. And it's all customizable. The look and feel of SmartSuite is also very customizable. So you get to change or manage how anything looks, whether it's the status and you get to change kind of the the display format or what things look like. Um, really, you can build out sections within records. Uh, you can decide how the page should look. If you want it 70-30, you can move uh, fields around. You can section fields and just add sections and group sections, uh, group fields into sections and kind of have them collapsed by default or expanded by default. Um, so really a ton of different use cases over here uh, as well. So as it's kind of like, set, like a programmer would really even need to worry about the front end or the back end. They've just got one solution. It, it's really everything. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's the data, you know, all your data is here, but it's not like a database that your business users won't be able to use. In fact, most of our customers, they'll have their actual business users and the people who own the processes within the business use this platform to do everything, to to actually build things out. Right. So instead of a business user going to the developer IT department and saying, hey, I need XYZ type of automation built out. Um, as you can tell, super easy to just go ahead and build it out. So say, for example, I want to start collecting customer feedback. Instead of going to IT and asking them to set up a form for me that collects customer feedback that I can go and use, I can just simply come in here, create a new table, uh, set up the field types that I want, right? If I want to collect the customer's name and email and, and their feedback and their kind of their votes for or ratings for something specific, and then easily generate a link to it and send it out to customers. And and that brings me into view types, which is within each table, you're obviously storing a lot of data. There's many different field types that you can add. So that can become overwhelming, right? You might have 200,000 records in this table with a lot of different data field types, hundreds of different data field types that you're tracking, whether it's your CRM or whatever you're using this for. 
but then you want to kind of carve out windows for business users to kind of see the information that is relevant to them in front of them without getting overwhelmed by all the information. And so that get it gets into these views and you can views um, well, you can set up views in two ways. So first of all, you get to choose what the view is going to look like. Is it a grid view, which we're looking at right now? Or do you want a Kanban view? Do you want you know, you can shoot, you can have a card view, a dashboard view, like you can set up any different views uh, that you'd like. Um, beyond the views, uh, within each view, you have all these controls up top over here. So you can group things by any of the field types, you can filter things um, and add obviously filters and sub filters and sub sub filters um, by any of the field types. So I can say I only want to see active customers, I only want to see uh, active customers in XYZ region, right? Or you can pull up a map view and do the same thing there, right? You can see X active customers with pins on a map. And so the idea is, is that you have all this data in this table, but then you set up proper views, whether they're public views or private views that give the users the information that they need. Uh, on top of that, we have permissions that also help with providing people with the right access to see what they need to see and be able to edit what they want to see. Um, and so, you know, you can obviously set up solutions or apps that are private to you. Uh, you can allow all members to have access. Um, you can have teams that have specific access and you can pull people in and out of teams. And based on that is how they will receive access to specific solutions. Uh, or you can get into advanced permissions where you can set up specific team members or specific teams uh, to have any sort of access. And you can get as granular as teams can only view information or teams can only uh, add new content but not view existing content. Teams can only right. uh, see the content that they're assigned to. Uh, but not so every person sees what they're assigned to and, and nothing else. Uh, so for then, compliance, you really have everything absolutely yep. zeroed down to uh, to a very granular level, which is neat. Yeah. A lot of companies really need that. And Yeah. And, and one of the unique things about SmartSuite is that it goes all the way down to the field level. So as you can tell over here, I have field level permissions on who can view and who can edit this particular field. So I may have teams watching this record or looking at this record, but they won't be able to see the numbers or the finances associated with this record. And so really super granular all the way down here. Uh, and then from a communication aspect, you have comments where you can tag team members and assign things to specific team members, which will show up in the My Work section for them so they know it's an action item for them. Uh, but then the unique thing about SmartSuite is you can also have emails, and this is generated for external communications. So not only can you communicate in the context of a record with internal team members, you can also actually email uh, people associated with this record or anyone. So if I had an email address in this record as a field type, I'd be able to pull it in here. Um, otherwise, I can just type in any other email. Uh, I can generate subjects and I can also dynamically use information from the record. I can use templates that you have set up already um, and basically communicate with people. The responses will come right back in here into the context of the record. Uh, and so people really uh, like that a lot because it, it you know, talk about putting, moving things into multiple different, from multiple different platforms into one platform, this will actually streamline your communication, both internally and externally. Um, so that's kind of a, you know, quick, quick overview. I mean, there's a ton in here. Um, 
larger companies sure. and using the company directories where they can kind of see information can you about give an example of you know a, a client um where you know what the the front end might look like in terms of how they're presenting the information to their you know whether you know whatever the the customer facing end of it is versus the back end like what what information people are seeing inside the company or like a specific application yeah so are you asking how would a company use this to share information with their customers exactly exactly okay so would be yeah, a great use a case. few options there um a few options there i mean number one we see some customers that they're they're that their customers are actually very involved in the process, whether they're approving and maybe contributing to whatever process it is. Um, think about a marketing agency, for example, that has their clients work and they're working on a project for clients. And so they want their clients to be able to see the progress of the project, see the deliverables, mark up the deliverables and add some comments along the way. Uh, and so if there's, you know, if they're willing to, we see a lot of customers actually adding their clients into SmartSuite and using the permissions they can actually, first of all, when they add the client, they can actually tag them as like a client versus an employee. So, um, sure. you know, it easily, you can figure out who's a client, who's an employee, and then they can also control the permissions all the way down to the field level. Um, so that's one way that we see clients literally just adding people directly into SmartSuite. The other thing is we talked about views. And so you can obviously filter views by specific uh, field types. And so, for example, if I had a field type that had the clients that, that had the clients, I can start filtering down and say, only show me if X client is X. And then I can generate a link. And this is a shareable link. Uh, and I can add a passcode and so on. Sure. Uh, and restrict really what people see through this link. But this becomes either an embeddable link or a public link that I can give my client and anything that's in this view dynamically. So it's 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 essentially like sharing a spreadsheet with a client. So the client, the client won't necessarily be able to make any edits, but they'll be able to view the information. But the difference sure. between this and sharing a spreadsheet is that this gets updated live. So anytime the client update like refreshes their live link they'll see live what you see on your side in this particular view and so if you change the settings to this view to suddenly allow uh, other parameters the client will see it if okay you, so it's dynamic if, i got you exactly so it's a dynamic uh, view so that that's kind of the next way clients share it and then we ask we actually there's a big ecosystem of tools that sit on top of SmartSuite and allow you as a company to basically manage all of your work within SmartSuite and then have some sort of customer portal that, again, dynamically pulls bits and pieces that you want to expose to your client uh, and allow them to log into that. And those that's accomplished with thir third-party tools. So, tools so like that, that, that was my next question. So there's a whole range of integrations. Yeah. So... Um, when we talk about integrations, there is, um, I guess, a, a very wide ecosystem of integrations. And so, like, for example, what I was talking about before is these uh, portals that sit on top of SmartSuite. So that would include, like, tools like NoLoco, Softer, Stacker, uh, right. for those who are familiar, WeWeb. Um, but then, you know, there's obviously we have integrations for a very wide range of things. And so, first of all, within our automation center, um, we have direct uh these are integrations you can access them through our automation center and this is part of our platform you can automate anything within the platform or outside the platform so based on specific conditions met uh that you set up in the trigger when x happens 
the action can happen either within SmartSuite or outside of SmartSuite. And we have this list, which is constantly growing and adding in quantity and quality uh, in terms of integrations. Uh, aside from that, we also have uh, many other integrations that are not directly accessed from the Automation Center. Um, we have integrations like Zapier and Make that really tie things into uh, wider ecosystem. over 5,000 different apps. And then we have sure. this integration page that will show you many of our other integrations um, that are uh, kind of outside of the realm of, of um, our automation center. Very nice. Um, I had a few more questions about the product, but one one area I wanted to make sure we, we had time to cover. Um, can you talk within the segment of the market, what what you're seeing as, as trends that are evolving and uh, what, what you think is important for people to uh, keep their eye on? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think one of the um, big things to notice is obviously um, all the tools that are connecting to. So what we're seeing in the market is, is there's the core data platforms, right, that hold your data. And there's a lot of different tools that are layering on top of that, whether that be in the form of portals, right, like Software Stack or Bori, um, WeWeb. Glide. These are tools that are allowing you to deploy web apps and mobile apps um, while your work stays, for example, in a tool like SmartSuite. Uh, and you just layer a mobile or web app on top of that for the purpose of a customer portal or partner portal. So that's really a, um, a really interesting trend that's, that's really taking off. Um, the other aspect is all the various other tools that just connect and kind of fill in the gaps. So SmartSuite does a great job at being that core database tool or work management tool, but then, you know, the functionality is endless when you start expanding it with other tools um, around SmartSuite. Um, other interesting trends are are kind of the, you know, obviously the whole AI industry as it's developing, um, how that's being added into core platforms like SmartSuite sure. adding AI into multiple areas of the platform, which I think makes it even easier to adapt and use these tools. Um, and as well as many of the other tools in the ecosystem are kind of all going after like different AI use cases. Um, so I think that's definitely an interesting thing. Um, the the consolidation of many tools into one is definitely like as you mentioned in the beginning is is a trend we're watching. So sure. uh, we see a lot of different tools trying to combine and consolidate many different functionalities, um, which presents a challenge because you know when you're focused on one specific area, you can kind of do that super well. And now companies are having to figure out how they can do multiple areas super well. Um, sure, so, and I, I think a lot of it, you know, a lot of um, you know data, you know, I think companies are feeling like they need to always manipulate the data. And I think a lot of times it's just being able to view the data, which is, um, you know, probably the biggest use case versus sending data back and forth and, and all of that. But uh, touching on AI, I think one of the exciting things there, I think just the capacity to um, draw our insight from huge data sets is probably to me, one of the most exciting things of AI, really being able to um, do things that uh, either would take humans a lot longer or just wouldn't be possible. But uh, that that's a really interesting, interesting yeah. insight. Very nice. Um, and then as far as other collaborative tools and platforms in this space, how... 
for for someone that's listening to the podcast that's considering smart suite but maybe looking at some other solutions can you tell me like what are, is there a, a point or two um that comes top of mind in terms of smart suite that really sets it apart that uh, you'd want to highlight for people yeah, that's well, that's a great question. So again, like I mentioned earlier, um, the com the consolidation of tool categories, right? So you don't have to use Airtable, ClickUp, and Notion to accomplish various different areas of your business. You can just kind of consolidate it all in SmartSuite. But even when you look at SmartSuite, just directly comparing it to Airtable, right, at, at the core, both database tools, um, the idea of being able to link records uh, between uh, multiple uh, solutions or bases, as they're called in Airtable. So um, you don't have to sync bases to link to a, a, a record within another solution or base in SmartSuite. You can actually go across the entire workspace without syncing bases. That is a really big um, advancement, I think, in the industry is being able to kind of just go across the entire workspace and link workflows. So you don't have to keep even, I mean, if you think about it, when you set up traditionally, when you set up a CRM, you kind of have to keep contacts and companies and opportunities in the same base because you want to link from one to another, or then you're going to have sure, to almost in silos. Yeah, exactly. And so in SmartSuite, that's not the case. You can really have standalone solution for contacts, standalone solution for companies and link between them. And that opens up record limitations, right? So now you can have a record set of 200,000 of each, right? So that's a big advancement. Um, and, and then I think, again, just I can't stress this enough. Combining the project management into the database element is super important. So if I pull up this My Work section, I see all my action items from across the platform. I don't have to kind of go searching for them um, in in different solutions like, oh, what are my action items in the hiring solution? What are my action items in the marketing plans and resources? Like they all kind of roll up into the My Work section based on very smart rules that we set up. And you can just click into them and work right in them. Uh, and then on top of that, just the UI, like, you know, people love using this. Um, you know, it's very common for us to hear comments like, I used to have to twist my business uh, to fit the mold of other softwares. Now I can right. just twist SmartSuite to fit the mold of my business, which is um, very encouraging for us to hear. That is the goal for us is to allow people to truly build out their own custom solutions, workflows, automations without having to shape their business to fit the mold of SmartSuite, but rather have SmartSuite as the platform fit the mold of their business. So it, it's interesting with all the different use cases and, and you know, I guess I would call them templates. Would that be a, a correct term? Yeah. Uh, you know, all the different uh, templates that you have. Really, one company could use smart suite in very different ways throughout the the company so like different different groups within one organization could be using the same smart suite and have a very different experience exactly yeah i mean it, you can just tell by looking at the previews of these like you know you can go from business operation templates to creative design templates uh, to customer success templates, to finance and accounting templates, uh, governance, risk, and compliance templates, HR, and and things just look drastically different. Uh, and and every team, every person can have their own experience, even within the same solution. 
um, you know, if, if you're someone whose job is to approve things, you'll just have a view where you have a button to approve and decline things. If your job is to actually enter data, you'll have a completely different view of entering data. And, and the best thing is, is that it's so easy to set up. And let me ask you, do you find sometimes a company, you know, maybe a marketing department may start with the solution and then other departments say, you know, what the heck is that? And, and, and it, it, gets used in other departments in other ways is that common or all the time so that that is part of our that is a big part of our growth is typically we see you know one department uh, or maybe someone within a department maybe they're in an operations role and they're trying to streamline the department they want to bring some innovation and streamline and automate some redundant work and so they'll bring in smart suite but typically departments communicate with each other at a certain point and so when when you want to when marketing has to start asking for approval from compliance and legal and they pull them into the platform and ask them to do the approval process within smarts because they want to streamline their own workflow suddenly marketing uh, you know compliance and legal go hey what is this platform maybe we can use this for our operations um we just got back from from the no code summit in paris and and uh we had a whole bunch of really informative sessions one of the sessions was our ceo john on stage with one of our customers who's the vp of uh, security and risk at Apple Bank, uh, which is a financial institution and bank in, in out of New York City. And, sure. uh, he, you know, Jonathan, who's the VP over there, shared how his marketing team was the first team to adapt SmartSuite and they were using it to streamline marketing. Uh, but since they're in a regulated space, their attorneys had to, uh, their attorneys and compliance people had to review the marketing materials before they went out. And so marketing basically set up a quick approval process where when things were ready for approval, uh, the attorneys can quickly approve things. Uh, but then the attorneys went ahead and said, hey, what is this? Maybe we can start using this to manage our workflows. And long story short, he's got multiple different departments. I think he said five or six departments within Apple Bank that are now using SmartSuite, each their own experience, their own implementation of it, their own processes. Um, sure. And, 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 and you know, he, the best thing he shared That's was really he's exciting. got attorneys that are building out business applications for their own workflows, um, which is unheard of, right? The attorney just right, simply right. wants to throw the task at IT and, and hope that they can understand his requirements and get it done. But but when when it's a matter of seconds or minutes to actually build out the, the perfect workflow that you're looking for, it, it's a no-brainer to just go ahead and do it yourself where you can control the process and revise it at any time. Yeah, I mean, there are just so many different ways that uh, no-code or low-code technology can make processes streamlined and easier. How um, how do you see the solution in terms of, um, you know, I guess one question, obviously compliance is important, but, you know, speed and, and record size, you know, in terms of scaling, how, how does the solution scale for different organizations? Yeah, I mean, so far we've seen uh, no scaling challenge. So um, the, each each um, solution holds uh, approximately two hundred thousand records. Um, and again, solutions link across the entire workspace. So you can have basically each data set of yours can be two hundred thousand records and however many field types within that record, and and they can all be connected across the platforms. Um, and so that, that when you, when you think about it, that becomes a pretty advanced um record set um sure. especially how people you know when you architect it correctly that shouldn't be any issues however we are getting ready to announce even larger record sets based on a new architecture we've been working for uh, just so that you know 
that number doesn't seem like an issue to those who think upfront that's an issue. But honestly, working with customers um, and if a solution is well architected, that should not present an issue. Again, we're not trying to be like a Tableau or like some sort of like data repository. This is like a workflow. Sure. So um, there's no reason for you to have millions of records in your workflow tool. That, that typically lives in some sort of outside database that you're not accessing on a day-to-day basis. The, the information that you're working with on a day-to-day basis um, should not be larger than 200,000 records per, uh, per record set or you're doing something wrong. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. And as far as collaboration between different users on different projects, is that something that you see a lot of? Is, is the tool really set up for collaboration or? Yeah, very much so um, built ground up for collaboration. Um, so, you know, as I shared earlier, like the, the um, we think of collaboration in terms, not just in terms of uh, internal communication and collaboration, but also external collaboration. Um, so you have your emails and your comments to be able to communicate with people. And the cool thing is, is that it's the context it's within the context of a record. So it's not like an abstract email where I then have to go and find what the person's talking about, review what he's saying and get back to him. But it's actually, you know, the work is being done here and the message is being left right here. Uh, So it's really baked right into the exactly exactly where you are. It's in context with where you are. Exactly. Additionally, within our documents, you can also, you know, at mention people. So very much like a Google doc where you can mention people, you can comment on certain things and assign it to specific people. And so um, very much um, built in with collaboration in mind. And uh, you can also see kind of who's, who's working on this, right? So uh, you can kind of see like the history and, and who was the one who made changes to the work that's been done, right? If, the, if it's a record or a document, you want to see kind of the history of who, who worked on this. Uh, you can also kind of follow specific items. So if there are specific items that you want to kind of track the progress or get notified when changes are made, you can go ahead and just get notified when things change and follow specific areas. So multiple areas of collaboration built right into the platform to make it as easy and smooth as possible. Yeah, and having having the um, the history there is huge. Obviously, if things change, you know, it's very nice to be able to go back and see, you know, what changes were made, what happened, what what made things better or worse, you know. So that, exactly. that's that's really helpful. Um, you touched on AI before. Is is that something you know that's baked into the solution, or something that's being worked on, or that touches yeah. on on SmartSuite? So within our record, um, within our uh, smart docs, within records, uh, we have AI, and this is basically uh, chat GPT engine built right in. Uh, and then you also, we kind of gave you these starting prompts, like, you know, brainstorm ideas on X, Y, Z. And so you can kind of type in and give AI instructions um, and and kind of let AI draft the first draft for you. Uh, and once okay. that comes back, you can like accept it, amend it, and so on. You can also take pre-written content that's in the, you know, if you had a full document of text, you can just highlight it and ask AI to summarize it or check for grammar. or So re- very much built right into uh, the smart doc. Uh, and as you can tell, this just generated and, and I can ask for a shorter summary of it and so on. And then eventually um, actually add it to the document if I'm interested or just delete it. So 
very much built into the smart doc. Uh, we're also working on multiple other projects, including AI in the automation center to help you uh, configure automations easier and understand what you're going to do with automations, uh, an AI assistant that will help you understand and 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 kind of draw insights from your data so you'll be able to ask the AI assistant right within SmartSuite to give you some insights about your data. Uh, and, sure. and lastly, generating new solutions with AI. So if you wanted, so obviously, again, we have over 200 templates and many different core business processes, but if you wanted to uh, somehow drop a new template that you can't find something uh, and you're trying to create a new solution, you can potentially describe it to the AI engine and the AI engine will actually build out um, a starting point, a template of the solution you're looking to build in SmartSuite and kind of save you that that initial upfront time of kind of setting up the structure of the solution. Um, and so all these, the AI and SmartDoc is, you know, totally ready and we have hundreds of customers using it all day, every day. Um, sure. On the, these other AI projects that I mentioned are still very much uh, in the beta slash research phase, um, but that's something we're working towards. Yeah, so so basically anybody that's already in the ecosystem, it sounds like the the solution is being developed as uh, as time goes on, and it sounds like a lot of exciting exciting projects there. Yep, and exactly. I can absolutely see, you know, with the um, you know being able to draw insight from the data within the application that that's a, a very obvious uh, obvious solution for AI. Um, and you were talking a little bit about workflows. Can can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Um, like how you know one might um, use workflows within SmartSuite to automate yep. some tasks. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, the the idea is obviously you have all kind of your your building blocks, and you can use those to set up whatever custom workflow you have. Um, folks use checklists and sub items to manage. Uh, progress on specific items and they can assign specific things to specific people with due dates. Uh, you also have, you know, statuses which can change based on specific rules uh, and enter in and out of views based on filters that you set up for the views. And then the most, uh, the, you know, the most fun piece for all of this is obviously the automation thing where it can automate all of your workflows automatically. And so you can say, you know, when applicants' uh, position is empty, email them and ask them for to fill out what position they asked for, or update the record with X Y Z position by default. Or, you know, so the the automation area is really where it's at in terms of automating your workflow. So, uh, you know, when a record is updated to time for interviewing, uh, create a new record, scheduling their interview. Right. So really, the the first step there is getting getting your workflow sequence down, and then automating. Is that... Exactly. Yep. So, okay. um, it, I guess the, the the first step is is you know I, I always tell people draw a map of your workflow on paper, then come into SmartSuite and set it up manually with statuses, checklists, field types, view types. It, where, where items kind of move along the along the way and progress. Uh, and then the last piece is, is set up those automation rules to automate everything so that, you know, when all checklist items have been completed, status changes to complete automatically and record moves into complete status. When applicant is, you know, has applied, uh, set up a new record for the interview process, right? So just, you know, automating is obviously the, the, the most fun part, but should come last. 
Sure, sure. And obviously, with any project, starting off with a, a small, easy win is probably a great way to to get started with uh, with the solution. I would think you know maybe yep. starting out with one area that you can you can get started with. Exactly. So I always recommend folks to you know you're getting to learn a new category of tooling. You'll catch on to it pretty quickly, but start with a quick win. So take a small area of your business, take a small project, uh, find a way to just automate that and um, go ahead and, and set that up, see the quick win, and in no time, you'll find yourself really deep in, in saving yourself a ton of time and efficiency. Yeah, no, it sounds like a really exciting solution for a lot of different, you know, I, I think Probably at a, at a high level, the fact that it can be used across so many different uh, different industries is uh, it's really exciting. Um, are you are you seeing? You know, obviously you mentioned you were in France, uh, and it sounds like there are groups using this all around the world. Are you seeing um, specific use cases that are are kind of rising to the top in terms of the most uh, use, or is it really spread across a lot of a lot of different uh, vertical markets? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. As you can imagine, um, we're seeing use cases from any type of industry and any type of department. I mean, literally, you know, it, it, it's incredible. I, I mean, I get to learn so much about so many different industries and so many different processes within industries. I personally have a ton of fun there. But um, what we're finding is, is that it, the platform is really best used with operations people. So um, people who have some sort of operational title within larger departments, you know, that have 50, 20 uh, users and up all the way up to, you know, hundreds of, of users and thousands of users. But um, people who have that operational title uh, within a department and their job is to kind of manage the operations, streamline the workflow. Um, and this can be in any type of department. So whether it's marketing ops or sales ops or rev ops or, you know, HR operations or whatever that is, um, those people are sure. really the best people who kind of are able to wrap their head around this, set up some quick use cases, get other people involved in starting to use it. And then it kind of spirals from there. But, but, you know, to come back to your question, I think operations is really the best use case for this. Um, but operations can be in many different departments and, and industries. And then as far as like security and compliance, I'm sure obviously you've spent uh, several years getting everything up to up to, to speed. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know a lot of enterprise clients are have, you know, different different needs than than other clients. So I was hoping you could touch on that. Yeah, absolutely. So we we work with regulated industries. We work with um industries in the, you know, we work with customers in the financial industry, government industry, um, you know, we have uh, defense uh, industries on our platform. Um, and, and we've gone through a series of certifications and we're continuously adding more. Um, we're about to get ready to release our SOC Type 2 compliance. Um, and obviously, from a data privacy perspective, um, you know, the platform is really, um, is up to par with us regulations um smart suite right. as a team does not have access to customer data unless they explicitly provide us access by adding a team member to their workspace to help them um and then we're we're obviously looking at the gdpr compliance uh, aspects so that we can comply in in the european union and 
um, that's definitely a, a work in progress, uh, and we've got a team focused. Sure, on. no, there's obviously a lot of lot of components to to compliance, um, and then for a customer that that's looking to get up and running with the solution, um, a couple of questions: Is there some sort of a you know for someone that may be on a different solution? Is it typical that a, a a new customer might be moving from a different solution to Smart Suite, or is a customer usually just starting with Smart Suite from from the outset? Yeah, I mean, we we see both. Um, we see a lot of customers, like I said, combining their tooling. So if they're using Airtable and ClickUp, or maybe just Airtable, and they want the advantages of Smart Suite, um, to we're seeing a lot of customers switch from other tools. Um, we're also seeing customers that are getting introduced to the to the industry through our tool, which is obviously very exciting and empowering. Sure, great. So, and then for a customer that's uh, wanting to get up to speed with Smart Suite, is there and they need a little extra support. Does your team have um, have the ability to help with some onboarding and, and all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we've got a handful of resources over here. So obviously the templates when you're starting solutions is a great place to start. Uh, we also have a an academy with uh, pre-recorded videos. Uh, we have three tracks and this really goes... Uh, very deep and in, in detail, um, and then we have our certifications. So this is basically on-demand training folks can Great. take. We also once a month have a monthly class uh, that folks can basically uh, get up to speed with SmartSuite within less than a day and get certified. And I've, I've sat in on on one one or two of your classes. Very well done. I can tell you Amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. We obviously have tons of webinars on a monthly basis, and many of them pre-recorded, which you can watch on demand. Um, and, and then lastly, our onboarding team definitely works with customers um, who are kind of moving from other platforms or just getting started. Um, we have an onboarding team that kind of helps customers get up to speed. And, and, and be, the last thing I, I don't want to forget is we also have daily office hours. So this is every morning. Uh, we have team members sitting on Zoom and, and new customers pop in with their questions on how to structure things or so on. Um, oh, we're very yeah. much a, um, you know, we try to have a personal touch with our customers. We're not hiding behind our screens. We'll get on the phone with our customers. We'll share a screen with them. We'll troubleshoot with them. We'll help them structure things. Very much uh, looking to put a face to customers, uh, put a face to the name and, and work with customers hand in hand as opposed to just leaving them off on their own to try to figure it out. Yeah, and that that's so important. So I appreciate your kind of highlighting that. Um, so for a customer that's trying to decide, you know, how to get started, um, you know, we'll leave a, a link in the show notes with a, uh, a free trial for anyone that would like to, to get up and running. But can you talk to the different um, plans in terms of how someone would pick, you know, one plan versus another as they're getting up and running? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, I think when you come in, it's really a, there's a smart, there's a free trial that anyone can go ahead and, and start on. So no need to figure that out. Um, but once you're ready to start paying for it, once you have your workflow set up and it's time to start paying for it, um, we have a very transparent pricing page. Um, nothing is kind of a black box. Even the enterprise plan is fully transparent, monthly and annual plans, uh, and everything is broken down. So it really is going to boil down to most of the features are available on all plan types. Uh, some of the more advanced permissioning field types uh, are only available kind of as you move up. And a lot of it is going to depend on, you know, how many records per solution do you need to have? How many 
uh, gigabytes of file storage or how long do you need your activity history or in recycle bin to kind of keep up with. Uh, the big one is obviously automations and API transactions. Um, so it's really going to be uh, usage-based. Um, and then the pricing is obviously per user per month. Um, but, you know, typically teams will choose based on uh, these limitations of, of, of usage if they need a certain amount of automations, records, or API transactions. Sure. Okay. So, so really, a company can start out with a few users and add users as as they need. Yeah, absolutely. You can start with as many users as you'd like, or as little users as you'd like, and and just add them on the fly as you go. Um, we'll bill you prorated uh, every time you add a user, um, but no need to just onboard everyone up front. Okay. Great. Well, that that's really helpful. Um, I think we we covered a lot of a lot of ground there, and that was really uh, really great. I think a lot of um, a lot of our listeners really appreciate your taking the time and joining us today. Uh, were there any other details or areas that we didn't touch on that you thought were important that we want to make sure we we cover? No, I mean it, I had a ton of fun. I think it, it it's been a great um, session. Um, really appreciate the chance to kind of showcase SmartSuite. I think we touched on all the key points and I'd like to just encourage everyone to use your link and uh, sign up for a free trial, try it out, check it out, uh, go on YouTube, type in SmartSuite, see all the different videos that there are about the platform uh, and reach out if you need any help. Great. Well, thank thank you so much. So uh, we've had uh, from SmartSuite, we've had Avi Hersenberg and uh, coming up on our Next episode, uh, we have Stephen Harvey from Content at Scale. Uh, they have a AI-powered content creation platform uh, that uses uh, NLP or natural language processing and semantic analysis to generate long-form, high-quality blog posts and articles quickly at scale. So that's coming up on our, our next episode. And uh, once again, Avi, thank you for taking the time to uh, join us today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure.